0: we live in a fast-paced and hectic world where it's easy to feel overwhelmed stressed and out of control how do you manage all the competing pressures without losing sense of yourself how do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path but follow it welcome to master your life a show that offers inspiration insight and intelligence as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny Our knowledgeable and entertaining host and her guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here's your host, Leah Mattinson. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I'm so happy to have each and every one of you here from wherever it is that you are tuning into from around this beautiful globe that we live on uh it is my absolute pleasure and honor to once again welcome lee holden to the stage lee how are you today
1: hey good morning i'm good well at least it's morning here
0: (laughs) well yes depending on where people are at it can be the middle of the night the first time that they're hearing us so aren't they so lucky that we're peppy
1: (laughs) Uh, that's right i got my uh morning sometimes i do tea in the morning today it's butter coffee doing uh you know a little intermittent fasting i uh I interviewed uh, Dave Asprey recently, so I'm um, giving the, the the butter coffee a shot, and uh, you know what? It's it's not half bad. It gives you that little fired up kick. It's stronger than my uh, pu'er tea that I normally drink. But
0: yes, the clean living. I did a ketogenic diet for five years without a cheat day. Uh, oh my god! From the age of 40 to 45, because of this whole ne- like neurological illness in the family. Right. So you know. It's nothing nothing like a big threat to make you course. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it totally does. Right. So I, I, you know, I, I, I try to live um, by prevention mindset and, you know, get to things before they arise, which is hard to do because you have to, you have to motivate by um, motivate by pleasure instead of pain, which, uh, you know, they're both good motivators, but we tend to listen to pain a little bit more. So uh, I like to reframe, the way in which we live life to follow what's going to feel good before we have to, we get into pain or have problems. Let's do some wisdom from the ancient master and live by preventative means. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So for those of you who, this is the first time hearing Lee Holden, mm-hmm. Lee is a master, a Qigong master. And more importantly, he's my Qigong master. <laughs> so he's a, he's been a long-term Qigong practitioner. He's a doctor of Chinese medicine, acupuncture. Uh, his Grandmaster is Mantak Chia, who's uh, in the Qigong world, uh, very renowned for his teaching in all kinds of health and energetics around sexual energy and good medical Qigong. And uh, it's a very perfect time uh, to introduce Lee, maybe a little bit differently the past because. He's working on a brand new project that actually has been in the, I mean, been in the works for about four years now. Last year, uh, it was launched for the first time as the Superhuman Experience. So, for those of you who are familiar with this kind of context, it happened though exactly, exactly at the same time as the. COVID shenanigans fest hit about a month prior. And so there was a lot of people who went, well, what is searching for superhumans? And then they kind of got on board and understood a little bit about that for about two weeks and then went, holy, here comes COVID. And so all of, there was like a total pivot about what your focus was really for the last you know, 12 months, and so it was all about building immunity and creating community, and you know, working from home, and all of these huge pivots that Lee was able to make very successfully. So here we come back now uh, to 2021, and you've relaunched uh, Superhumans as the Superhuman Human Experience. Uh, so we're going to spend all of today's time together, really talking about what where did this idea come from? What is it? Because I think we're all looking for ways to become more superhuman in -hmm. our experience. To your point about the Bulletproof Coffee, (laughs) me doing the keto, everyone's looking for ways to be
1: well. Yes, exactly. And this has been such a monumental project for me because, you know, I ended up being the producer of this project and I didn't start off that way. I just started off as an advisor and one thing led to another and Lo and behold, you know how the universe has surprises for you? Well, all of a sudden now I'm the producer. I'm also the the curator of the content, the narrator in the film, um, helping people to understand what this content is all about. It's very unusual. It is extraordinary. It's inspirational. And then what, what I really wanted to do, as you said, as COVID came in to be and I wanted, I wanted to give people resources. So I didn't want them to just watch these extraordinary human beings, almost like an Olympic athlete, like, wow, aren't they incredible? But I wanted those Olympic athletes. And I wanted us as a team to say, well, here's how you can tap into your potential as well. Here's how you can, you know, be your own best self in your life. You know, this idea of superhuman is that we all have potential within us. We have seeds of potential and, you know, within that huge redwood tree that grows 3,000 years old is a seed of potential. And how do we water it so that we get nourished and we become our own best selves in our lives? You know, too many people are living with, you know, stress, pain, depression, low energy, fatigue. And we want to reverse that. We, we want to show people that there's another way, that there's tools and resources that they can use to really tap into something different. And so first we get inspired and then we get educated and then we put education into practice. So it's a whole experience. That's why it's the superhuman experience, not just, you know, just a website where you can watch or a docu-series. And more and more, we're turning this into an education series where we have, you know, breath work and mind practices. I have a course on there called Design Your Mind, you know, because when we want to design our lives, we need to design our consciousness. And too frequently, we're always looking to the external to try to change other people, change the external circumstances. When if we change first our internal, we really have a whole different way in which life shows up for us. And so that's that's been this journey. Uh, it's been, you know, the thousand mile journey starts with the first step. Why, you know, you don't know where you're going to be in the, you know, hundredth step. And I think that's where we are now in this hundredth step partway through this journey. And it's been extraordinary and beautiful and amazing. And I love sharing it with everybody. And uh, people should check it out because there is incredible footage. We have people doing things that they probably haven't seen before.
0: Let's talk about some of that. So everyone get out your pens and papers. Like I always ask on every episode, write this down because it's important. Superhumanexperience.com. I O so it's a very, it's like that different. It's not a.com. It's a dot .io. And you're, first of all, when you get on the landing page, you're going to have a visually um, stimulating experience. Maybe like you've not had for quite some time. When you look at a, a piece of um, art or something that you're going to take into your life. When I first saw superhuman experience and now looking at this um, superhuman experience, dot io what struck me to start with was it's like national geographic meets indiana jones because that's my frame of reference like beautiful footage um very exciting there's like the it looks adventurous it feels like a really great adventure and mystery is about to unfold so if that speaks to any part of people's lives it's, it just like it's a it's really great in terms of capturing your imagination but who so who are some of the guests that you have on what do they do lee
1: no, that's a great question. I love that, too. It really is like a, a spiritual Indiana Jones adventure. Yes. And, and as you watch it, you go, is this real? Yes. And so uh, what I come on and say is like, you know, is it real? Uh, let's let's find out. You know, we, we did our best, uh, the best we could to verify all the masters that we met along the way. And it was real in terms of everything that we could verify, having scientists on board with us and and just these authentic, genuine human beings that were doing incredible things in the energetic arts and the spiritual arts. Um, so yeah, quite, quite incredible. And Leah, what was your question? You said you, you had a good question and now I'm uh, off on a tangent on some <laughs> other island in my, in my mind. What was that <laughs> It's
0: just like, so what, are, what were some of the things that people can do? Like would, oh, would some oh, of the right. names be familiar? And if yes. not- what uh, uh, are some of the, what would be some of the things they'd be able to do and see that maybe they could be trying to do.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, you asked me about my guests too. Like, so, and that's incredible. So we, we went out to the caves of the Himalayas. We found people that you would not hear about, couldn't find. We, we found martial arts masters in China doing incredible things. We went to uh, Russia and found, um, you know, the Russian psychics and even a KGB officer that can move and manipulate and uh, Channels people's energy and, and move them from across the room. Um, so we went around the world finding those kind of people, Tibetan masters, and all kinds of folks that you wouldn't have heard about. So then I came home and I said, you know what, we need to talk to the people, the best-selling authors in this space, the the, the scientists, the researchers, uh, the doctors, and hear what they have to say. So I interviewed, you know, people like Deepak Chopra, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Siegel, Bruce Lipton. Uh, I wanted to interview the, the energy masters, uh, you know, Donna Eden, Montauk Chia, Robert Pong, and, uh, you know, people like the biohackers, Wim Hof and Dave Asprey. So we got so much good content with people discussing the human potential from all these different angles so that we can really figure out what resonates with us and have a deeper conversation. You know, it's way beyond do I believe it, do I not believe it? It's really about the conversation that we can have to see, hey, what is possible for me in my life? And let's, let's start digging into that. Let's start excavating some treasures that we all have within us, because for the most part, from what I've seen, we are really living limited lives as in, in a Western mindset, that there is a much broader potential. And that's what these researchers are saying And in the docuseries, I said, you know what, after interviewing the scientists, the quantum physicists, I realized that those guys are more mystical than the mystics from the Himalayas. I mean, these guys are talking things that are blowing my mind even more so or just as much as, you know, the meditation masters that we found. So it's exciting times where there's a convergence, a convergence of East and West, Mm -hmm. of Western mindset with the quantum physics and all the new evidence that's showing up with this ancient wisdom. And when we can put these two together, we have real power to change our lives. But not only that, Leah, I think the true thing that we want to do is to change, make a big shift in the world that we're living in as a community, as a global consciousness.
0: Yes, that activation of the entire universal uh, vibe absolutely is, it's an incredible time that we're living in right now, uh, where we more and more people are becoming conscious about just how much they affect that universal vibe. So each one of us, when we think back to the potential of that little seed, you know, and when we go, people are struggling, and they're looking for inspiration, the expectation is not necessarily that you're going to become the master that moves people across the room. Right. But if you get out of bed one day being if you get out of bed one day when you've been suffering from being depressed or anxious and you can get out of bed and go, I don't actually feel like that anymore. That's life changing, you yeah, know, yeah. for for a lot of people. So so when you're contemplating, is this for me, uh, you know, as you take a look at this superhuman experience, it's going incrementally, it might be for you, and also not limiting yourself to this idea that it has to be incremental either. Yeah you might be somebody who watches this and does some of the practices and unleashes something that yeah. you never, ever thought was possible and ever. Because that's the that's the thing about the universe is that we're we're here on our own journey. So when you kind of get on your path, and you're going, well, let me try this. And let me try that. No, I'm curious about this. And let me give it let me give that a go. Then you're igniting all that energy within yourself, um, which is not going to be like what anyone else is doing. But that's why it's so important, too. Right? Yeah, it's like going that's true
1: verification.
0: Yeah, it is. You talk about going to Brazil on, you know, we talked about this taking the trip to Brazil versus looking at pictures of going to (laughs) Brazil one time. And that was so meaningful for me. I thought that is so true. Um, People taking the journey. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The map is not the territory, you know, that's, that is so true. We really need to have experiences to distill wisdom. Otherwise it's just in our heads, it's knowledge and what we're finding now in the information age is knowledge is not enough. Reading about it, uh, you know, Googling something and finding out the information, great. But we really need transformational learning where we take learning, we put it into an experience, it becomes wisdom, we repeat it, it's verified and becomes a skill set. And those skill sets with practice become capabilities and capacities. Otherwise, we're under-resourced to live our best lives we're trying old techniques in modern life that just are really outdated and that's why it's so stressful you know it shouldn't be so stressful if we have enough food to eat we have shelter we shouldn't really be in stress because stress is survival so am i if, if am i is my life in danger should be the question when we're under stress if the answer is no then we should really move out of stress into relaxation into this energetic state or into flow so that we can overcome our challenges. Because when we're out of survival, we have creativity. We have a, we have a heightened perspective where we have, uh, like standing on the mountain top, we, we get a view of the land so we can guide and direct this precious life force energy that we've all been bestowed with mm-hmm. in, a, in a positive direction. And, and that is easy to say, but it's very hard to put into practice And what I find is that we do need a practice. We need a practice that we can lean into each and every day so that when life gets hard, we have something that we know, hey, every morning I do my breathing. Every morning I do my meditation, my Qigong. What is your practice that brings you back to your best self? And if you're not doing your practice, then it's so easy to just get derailed on all the things that life uh, springs upon us.
0: The joy ride, as I call it. Joy- <laughs> <laughs> exactly, the joy ride. So really? it's kind of fun, though. So in this uh, superhuman experience, one of the things I really treasured about it uh, was that when I watched through each one of the episodes, uh, I could see episodes that would be more meaningful to in like individuals. For example, um, when there was a, you know, somebody maybe lighting something on fire with their mind, <laughs> things like this, I went... Who is that going to really resonate for? And I sent it to those people and said, like, skip through the rest of this stuff. Just go to this one thing. And they were like, oh, my gosh. It's like, that is the coolest thing ever. Or mm-hmm. I say, hey, it's a KGB agent. And they'd be perked up and going, well, what do they know that I don't know? And so I think that's one of the cool things that you really did throughout this um, docuseries, Lee, and this learning series is that people can um, start where they're interested, where they're inspired and go, oh. Well, could I do that thing? Like they might not resonate at all with two or three segments of this um, right out out of the shoot, but Mm -hmm. there will be something that will resonate for you. Mm -hmm. And then picking up on that thread and chasing that thread and that piece of learning for yourself, because then Mm -hmm. you're exploring what's Mm -hmm. really meaningful for you, right? Um, But you've done that so well. You've showcased so many people with very high uh, power. And yeah. this idea of becoming powerful now, uh, you know, self-empowerment is, I think, tip of the spear uh, where we need to be in our lives. And so people are curious and trying to master their life, which is all the audience that's listening to this show. It's people who are trying to master their life. Yeah. Uh, well, this is a, this is such a, a wonderful gift. So again, go and check out superhumanexperience.io. I also want to just uh, talk a little bit about Uh, the the subtlety of the mindset coaching, because lots of people teach mindset. And there's Mm -hmm. tons of inspirational quotes, you can look on your, you know, Facebook feed every single day, and look at these, you know, message after message after message that's supposed to be inspiring, but they really lack something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So can you maybe explain what it is where the disconnect is why when we read something, we don't necessarily feel better?
1: Yeah, we that, could do
0: something different.
1: Right. That's great. Um, you said something too master, about mastering your life. Now, yeah. when you want to master your life, it's imp- imperative to start this energy mastery. So step one, master your energy to start because energy is your life force. And so what life force is your life and this life force energy is within you and all around you. So we live in these two worlds, both our external world and our internal world. And these two energies, are they in harmony or are they discordant? And so as you start to learn to work with energy, you harmonize your inner world or your inner universe with external universe, external world. And we're always in this kind of like ebb and flow where we're trying to create something externally. And we forget that it starts from the inside out. So first, if you want to change things around you, go within first. Go within to start to master your energy. And then in the, in the docu-series, that's where it starts. We talk about energy first. And we, we showcase some techniques on how to feel your energy, how to work with your energy. In our last interview, Leah, we talked about Qigong, and it's a perfect practice to start working with your life force energy. Practices that are tried and true, that have thousands of years of history. Start practicing some of those. Take 10 or 15 minutes every morning. And as they say in Qigong... Give yourself that lightning flash of vitality from the inside out. And that feels empowering. Now, then from there, we start to really look at our mindset and our minds. And I already mentioned design your mind. Well, what does that mean? Because most thoughts in your mind just bubble up. They are not yours necessarily, meaning you did not choose that thought. You didn't say, hey, I'm going to think this. I'm going to start worrying about the future, I'm going to start this mental stress pattern. No, they just bubble up because they're habituated. So when we want to look at our lives and make real changes, we need to examine our consciousness. So that brings us to techniques like meditation, because meditation is a technique to use as a mirror to look inside your own mind. It's a mirror, like we want to fix our hair, we, we do this every day, we look into a mirror, and we, we do something, right? We've Fix our appearance. Well, meditation is the mirror to your mind so that you can start to work on your thinking process and your consciousness. If you believe that thoughts impact reality, which I imagine a lot of people on your show do, if you believe that thoughts impact reality, then a meditation practice is the first step to creating that change to shift your reality. And, When we interview the masters and when we interview the scientists, they're saying the same thing that first comes mind, consciousness, and then comes the shift in reality. And when we look at these masters that are doing incredible things, they first move their minds and then matter changes. So we say mind over matter, and they are doing nothing other than placebo. Placebo we see every day in medicine. Somebody believes something to be true, and they change their body. They change their physiology, and it's miraculous. Nobody can explain placebo. Nobody knows why it works, yet it does work, but how do we get good at it? Meditation. So then we take people through meditation practices, which there are a wide array of meditation practices, and this is a way to really start to shift your mind to see how impactful that is on your reality
0: yeah love it and it brings brings to my mind that i rarely <laughs> talk about it on episodes anymore because it's so long ago but 20 20 years ago i lost over a 100 pounds
1: wow and, you did wow incredible did.
0: yes and i've kept it off which is uh-huh. so that's that but i became very aware of my thinking and what created it. So there was abuse that had happened. So I was doing emotional eating, Um, but then when I could sit and examine, okay, why are you doing that? And is that actually helping you? And if it is not, um, if it isn't something that's making you feel good about yourself, then why are you doing that? So just this really uh, clear understanding that if I was, that it was up to me to change that way of thinking Um, that not defaulting to the old behavior of, uh, you know, soothing through food, uh, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that was, I became very mindful then. And then I was prepared when I got my Huntington's diagnosis 10 years ago. And they said, well, sorry, just come back and see us when you're symptomatic. And that's not an answer that I thought was acceptable. (laughs) So I just went right into the whole quantum reality of things and also into the science of neurology. So, you know, neurons that uh, fired together wired together so it mm-hmm. became it's so what that was what for qigong for me made complete sense because as an athlete um i was going i always feel better when i'm training and thinking about my training when i'm focused i'm in my body my body always feels better but uh traditional athletics caught up to me at about age 45 and i started having symptoms of overtraining And so started Qigong just as results of injury and all this other stuff going on. So it was this really beautiful um, movement that has continued movement away from things that harm to things that heal. Mm -hmm. And that then I could go, what makes me still feel really good, but stay in my body. And I know is still strengthening me and is more powerful. I am more powerful now, Lee, than I was when I was doing all that athletic training. Uh-huh. My, re- my breath work is better. My mind is more refined. Uh, and to your point, though, it's this, uh, that it is your mind that leads all of it. Your mind. So the more control you have over the way that you think and not grabbing on to thoughts that aren't yours, uh, it it is because there's all this entanglement out there where we can get mm-hmm. caught up in things that don't belong to us. And again, people who are listening to this show are probably fairly familiar with that idea that, you know, we're all one sort of. Um, You know, one mind, but be thinking about that you're what your mind is contributing or not contributing. So when I wake up in the morning, I think to myself, what am I contributing to other people this day in the way that I'm thinking about it. Mm. And Mm. that changes the joy that I come into my life with. My grown son, who is like 24 years old, said to me mockingly last week, he goes, he's mocking a bit. He goes, well, mom, let's face it. Who, who walks into the room and says, good morning, everybody time to rise and shine consistently for year after year after year. And I said, are you saying that was annoying? He said, no, it's just that nobody else in my life has ever replicated (laughs) that. (laughs) (laughs) But that, you know, so there's all these very cool, uh, uh, masterful things. But that's what that's what makes you a superhuman, I think, is when you are when you're really aware of that, uh, that we all have control over what we're thinking and creating and that we have these tools. Qigong does this thing, though, where you move into that, that it brings you into your body. And so that's why I think the practice is so important for people to try. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is a good point, too, because most things in life are beyond our control. Even most Mm -hmm. things inside of you are beyond your control. You know, digestion, you're like, whoa, my belly rumbled. You know, oh, you know, things in your body move autonomically. That's why it's called the autonomic nervous system. But what can you control? Thoughts are one of those things. And breath is one of those things. For example, right now, try this, just take a deep breath. Right? So you controlled your breath, which gives you access to the control room. So breathing is a big part of this practice. Now, You also control your mind. Change your mind right now. For example, think about what you had for breakfast. Okay, you did that. You control your thoughts, even though most of the time breath is happening all by itself. You don't have to think about it. And as we said, thoughts are just bubbling in habituated patterns, but they're under your conscious control. So that gives us access to the operating room. That gives us access to the control panel so that we can start to make changes. And that's where it begins. So if we learn how to breathe and we learn how to design our minds, now we're in the operating room. Now we can make real change. Now we can say, okay, I know my thoughts just bubble up and I know they impact reality. So if I want to change my personal reality, I change my mind. I start to get in there and I start to look at what thoughts are coming up. And I say, do I really want those thoughts to be impacting my reality? If not, I'm going to start to work with them and change them like a gardener getting into the mental garden and saying, okay, this needs to be compost. This needs to be pruned back. And I want this to flourish. Now here's the problem with just letting mind go on habituation is that it's hardwired for negativity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: About 80% of our thoughts, if we don't really examine them are on the negative side, maybe more. And there's a lot of reasons why in terms of our survival, that that is true but if we want to live happy, fulfilling lives, this is something crucial because we can't be in two places at once in our own consciousness. We're either in survival mode or we're invested in our happiness or life purpose. So it's it's very essential to get out of stress and get into a different part of the uh, in, in different part of ourselves within, so that we can start to guide and direct this life force energy, mental energy and consciousness into a different space. So that's where true change comes from. Yeah,
0: I akin that to when people think that it's just their mind, that your brain actually is an organ. And a lot of people discount the brain as an organ; they don't think about it that way. So they don't realize how much action is actually going on with all that sinistery up there. It's like zipping and zapping all the time. Yeah. You know, they're very conscious of their stomach and their heart and their liver and their lungs and their kidneys and you know, et cetera. They're very conscious of that, but they're not that conscious of the gray matter that's between their ears. And that's <laughs> the thing that is real <laughs> the thing that's driving <laughs> the whole bus. <laughs>
1: so- <laughs> Those little three pounds. I mean three pounds is, is, you know, like 2% of your total body weight, but you know, your brain is a great consumer of life force energy. I mean, think about it this way. It's 3% of your body's weight, but it consumes 25 to 30% of the oxygen that you breathe that you bring in. It's, it is, it is on overdrive. So this is a, a really important point to see the brain is as something that's very powerful and influential and in how do we work with it there's ways to work with it and you know when we're not we're getting less than optimal re- results in our life we just don't have the manual to tell us how to do better we don't have the resources and of course we don't if we're having stress and problems and pain of course because we haven't learned anything other it's very normal to be in you know, a state of confusion and like, what, what's life all about? Because we have, we see people doing it one way and it's not the optimal way. Um, And so there's a different way. And let's, let's showcase and turn people on to something else. And my advice is to try it. If you want to see different results, try something different. And these teachings and practices are tried and true. They're like a well-trodden path up to top of the mountain. I mean, most people are trying to walk through, straight through the bushes and you have no visibility and you get you know, a lot of thorns and you're tripping and falling. And it's like, okay, that is one way to do it. But the masters of, of ancient times have created these, these wonderful paths with spectacular vistas. And it's a, it's a fun and exciting, inspirational journey this way. So, you know, get out of the bushes <laughs> and the weeds and get on the path that's going to give you those great, that great scenery.
0: Love that. Love that analogy. I kind of think of it as like floating down the river and not a straight river, but it's kind of the river of life, you know, where there's twists and turns and there might be rocks and stuff, but if you're actually floating, uh, then the stream will take you. Even if you go into some pretty rough terrain, you can, you know, you can maybe stay not capsized if you're,
1: (laughs) Hey, we all like a good river rafting trip where there's some, uh, where there's some rapids, right. You know, most people are going down the rapids looking the other direction and, and without a boat. So you're <laughs> swimming upstream and you're getting tired and you're going through the rapids and you're like, man, I'm just getting you know beat up. But if you just jump on the boat and turn around, now you're in a flow and you can guide and direct. You're going down the same rapids. There's the same twists and turns, but now you have visibility and you have your hand on the oar to steer through the dangerous spots that – maybe uh, otherwise would really derail us. And uh, that's what we want. Now you're, you are expressing the power and energy of the river rather than struggling against it. And that is what is called effortless power. And that, I think that's when it becomes really fun uh, and expansive and a journey rather than a, a struggle full of stress. Mm -hmm.
0: And believe me, the reason why Leah and I can speak to this is because we've been the ones going through the jungle also from time to time in our lives, right? It's just, we can can relate. That's why we go, we would love if we could help people to stay out of the jungle and get more on a a pleasurable uh, ride in their life. And so it is from that position that we take this uh these shows that we do again we we love our audience we love our the people who we work with our communities that we get to impact and that's exactly where this is coming from is that the struggle um for people has gotten so enormous in this last year uh that a lot of people are choosing to exit stage left much more quickly uh than you know we would love them to experience their whole life in its fullness and so this is part of why why we want to showcase these shows do you think most people, Lee, when they're little, and you've got lots of kids, I've got kids and grandkids. Do you think most people, when they're little, think of themselves as superheroes a little bit, or they can tap into that
1: thought? That is a great question, and absolutely yes, uh, because I have little kids, and I, you know, my old my oldest twins are 13 at the moment, and uh, I remember that most of the conversations when friends come over, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? That, that is still a question that they ask each other, and, they, and they, the answer varies greatly, and I find it fascinating that this is a conversation that is happening for children all the time, and their imaginations are not limited like we are. Their imaginations really expand into unknown scenarios, and they make up very uh, elaborate worlds in their minds that are, you know that are really fun explorations. And I think this gets shut down through our education, through, you know, our schooling, our, uh, you know, the way in which we we're raised, it starts to shut down slowly, uh, sometimes very rapidly uh, as we get older and we start, we start to limit ourselves in terms of who we can become. Uh, because as we look at the, neuro, the neuroscientists, you, you said it, neuroplasticity doesn't stop at age 21, as it was previously thought, neuroplasticity, the brain continues to be flexible, learn and grow into our, you know, 80s, 90s, 100s. You know, it's just we can when we when we use it, it strengthens. And so that's what's really important. And is it as we use it and develop wisdom and use it some more, we become stronger and stronger. And, uh, you know, that, that really speaks to, let's say, the aging process and uh, a whole other realm. That we could get into on aging gracefully uh, um, uh, and keeping our minds you know strong and how important that is
0: so i want everyone to take a moment and just for fun (laughs) take a moment and write down if you could be any superhero who would they be and what superheroes what superpowers would you have and ignite that little spark in you because this is why i asked the question is because, uh, really when you're against difficult odds, look for the, hero- the heroic things that you would like to be displaying in the world. And then once you become conscious of that, then you start aligning to that. And so it's an invitation for everybody to go, what superhero would I be? Or what kind of superpowers would I have? Uh, and really explore that. Take 10 or 15 minutes and share that with a friend. Like this is how we build community. And, you, you know, getting out of that day to day humdrum. Oh, life is so terrible. And this is so horrible. And it's getting in getting into play and in creative mode. So thank you for sharing that about your yeah, um, yeah. kids. That's so fun and important. And, and now maybe, you know, if people get uh, again to the superhumanexperience.io, check that all out. And when you fall in love with that and you're doing those practices, that's one very cool thing. And you're starting to take back your power. The other thing I want to talk a little bit about today is that you not only do people can people participate with you in that way, but you can also become a teacher online, mm-hmm. which right now I think is a part of, people are really feeling hopeless about um, being able to grow in their life. Schools have been shut down, training's been shut down, Mm -hmm. doing things in person has been shut down, gyms are shut down, Uh, you know, getting to the doctor is difficult, you know, what can we do? And the reason I think it's so important and vital to talk about this is because you might be looking for another way to make income right now and going you know what i love athletics i'm a trainer i've been somebody who's you know dedicated my whole life to wellness or i've got this really huge health challenge and i don't know how to overcome it but i'm too broke <laughs> because mm-hmm. of all of this stuff that's been going on to actually be feel empowered at all in my life um so becoming a qigong teacher i can speak to this a little bit because i did that path i've i've been a trainer a personal trainer like lots of coaching stuff um but as soon as i started doing qigong i went i want to be able to teach this i want to learn it and i want to be able to teach it so maybe lee you could just spend some time talking about your teacher training who who takes it why it might be a good thing to consider contemplate
1: yeah you know that thank you Um, we have a qigong teacher training you know it's a little bit like going to hogwarts (laughs) you know why not we're learning about energy and the powers of your energy the mind movement breath And, you know, it starts with your own practice, of course, but this teacher training really can help you shift into diving in deep, first and foremost, for yourself. When you learn something to get a certification, we go in a little bit deeper than we otherwise would. So you you don't have to necessarily go, I'm going to do teacher training so that I can be a teacher and and go out in the world and teach classes. You can do it for yourself to really put yourself through that test and really learn something in a deep way, a deep and meaningful way. And a lot of people have done that and they become teachers. They said, oh, this has had such a big impact on me that I want to now teach it. I want to share it with my friends, family, community. And they started teaching this ancient wisdom in their own way. So I think it's it's a really ripe time to make it an impact in the world. I mean, I feel so blessed because I've been able to travel all over the world teaching something that I'm really passionate about that I love. And, you know, I think that is what's possible for everybody else to 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 take something that is meaningful to you, that has impacted you in your life, and now share it in the world. And we have this online teacher training. It's 16 weeks. It's self-paced. You could take 16 weeks. You could take six months. You could take two years and go through it at your own pace and really take in all the information and uh, assimilate it. You know, some people finish the teacher training. They teach kids. Some people teach seniors. Some people teach it in the hospital. Some people go to the yoga, yoga centers and teach it there. And um, it's, it's also, you learn a a nice set of meditation tools and techniques. So, and that, that teacher training is at HoldenQigong.com. So that's where you get that certification uh, at HoldenQigong.com.
0: And are you doing anything in person right now, or does it just really depend on travel regulations and such at the moment. It depends.
1: Yeah. We haven't opened up the in-person yet, but you know, hopefully this fall we will. And uh, what we do now is uh, once a month, we do a live Q and a, so everybody gets on and um, we do a live Q and a, they ask me questions. And then also once a month, we have a masterclass where we do it live uh, on a zoom either with me or one of my senior teachers and uh, so it's a very engaged community. There's a Facebook group. People asking questions all the time, and uh, yeah, it's a really wonderful. thing it's 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 expanded into areas that uh, I didn't even know were possible. So it's very exciting and inspiring, even for me.
0: Yeah, so much fun, so much fun. And that's one thing we don't talk, haven't talked about really much. Is a lot of when I've expressed that I do qigong to other people, the goal, first of all, well, what is that? And I explain it. And then they and I say, but the most important thing you need to know is that it's playful, and fun, and anybody can do it. Um, Because I think people get in their mind that it's more like Tai Chi, uh, you know, that there's particular movements that you need to do, and that it's quite, you know, serious. So maybe we could just talk Mm -hmm. about what's the attitude or the, you know, presentation of the qigong that you teach, Lee? yeah, I think,
1: You said it, you know, it's kind of like this. We have a serious business of not being too serious. (laughs) You know, it's like, yes, we're focused and we're having fun. We're going inward and we're working on some deep internal processes and they're very light. They create levity and relaxation. You know, when we're all together in person, there's a, a lot of laughter. I mean, there's a lot of laughter through the whole course too, because we're doing things that are different and unusual and just tapping in and we're doing it together, which means that you're with a community that speaks your language. Because too often in life, when you're talking about these things, energy and consciousness and meditation,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: this isn't a language and a skill set that, that most people have. So you might feel a little isolated and alone in your way of thinking, in your quest for the human potential. So we get together with like-minded individuals and we support each other in that so that, you know, we hold... I hold you to your best light. You hold me to my best light. And we work from that space and go forward from there, which is really important to have those communities so that we're not feeling isolated and alone in this quest because we are such a communal type of creatures. We love community. We love to be connected. That's why, you know, things like Facebook and Instagram, these work so well because we want to be connected. But true depth of connection uh, really comes when we have like-minded energy and we support each other in that in that space
0: and let's let's talk about how you create that in the teacher training
1: yeah well so we do we create that by um, the Facebook groups the mm-hmm. personalized Facebook groups the one-on-one coaching that will have people get one-on-one coaching they have the master classes the QA's and then what we'll do next step as things open up what I love to do is get together for, you know, a week of training where I get to go over everybody's forms and we, I coach them through deeper practices. And then, of course, we have live trainings where we can do that in person as things open up. And then you have that foundation from the online course, that education, and then you come into uh, an in-person learning, if that's something for you, and we go deeper and we take it deeper together. And, you know, a lot of people that come to those live trainings, they make they're best friends there. They meet people that they stay in contact with for years and years and years. And um, it's just a wonderful thing to see how this coalesces for individuals in unique ways.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love the consistency that you guys have come up with on this program. As a participant in it, I can say uh, that it has been uh, an absolute joy to have an offer to be able to go to a class at least once a week or more. Uh, with master teachers that are all different, but they're all playful and fun. They all have tons of experience and each one of them has a different way of taking and pulling out of me the best that is in me. And so they can be teaching something that's a completely gentle practice. They are teaching something that's, you know, really loose movement, fluid and fun or something that's a power class. Uh, You know, so there's all of these different modalities, uh, again, that are available Uh, That might just tune into or help people to feel like they're connected in one way or another you'll find a way to be connected there and constantly offerings of ways to get together you know so once or twice a week for sure there's offerings of either tea with you or tea with another trainer, or master classes or more information, uh, even on how to build your business. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, So there's all kinds of things uh, to explore. So again, in, just in really uh, encourage people who are looking at alternative ways of learning and taking their own learning to a different level uh, to check out the teacher training. I wanna spend a couple minutes just at the end today talking about how does that teacher training or taking your Holden Qigong online classes help people to integrate and have a better experience at the superhuman experience. So yeah. how do those things dovetail?
1: <clears throat> Wonderful. You know, cause these really are two different, uh, two different programs. I mean, one is a docu-series and I mean, that docu-series was a high budget documentary. It started out as and became this docu-series, but the first step in that unlocking of the superhuman potential was energy work and working with our energy works with our life force. So it's working with your life. And that's what is so, uh, what I love about it, and they, they synergistically work so well together, is that you know the Qigong program and the teacher training, really diving into life force energy, and what does that mean? And so when we say life force energy, the force that keeps you alive, that's this mysterious force within us. That's the energy of your body, the energy of your emotions, the energy of your mind. And then we get to see in the superhuman experience, hey, let's get some inspirational people and see what that's, when somebody gets really good at it, when they devote their life to a particular aspect of that life force energy, what can happen? And then we get to showcase those individuals. In the same way, what can happen if somebody focuses on you know, ballet or art? You say, whoa, how do they do that? Well, it's because they put a lot of time and attention into it. They do things that most people, 99% of people can't do. And that's what we did in those energy arts, And you see people doing it, but we want to still do it. We still want to work it for ourselves so that we can really tap into who we are. And that first tapping in can be energy and breath work and then working into the mind and consciousness. And then it just unfolds from there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And we're done for today, Lee. We're out of time again. So <laughs> thank you so much for your time and for your experience and your wisdom and bringing this wonderful program, all of these programs that you do that are just so high level. Uh, so everyone, please get your copy of superhumanexperience.io. Get involved in that. Come and check out what's going on on masteryourlife.ca. I want to invite everyone to love yourselves, love each other, mind your minds. That's all for us. Bye for now. Thank you for being a part of our program today. Master Your Life is a presentation of Leah Mattinson
1: Enterprises, Inc. Join us next time on Master Your Life, helping you to discover the very best of you.